Hi everybody. Welcome to Ancient Prophets Modern Message. My name's Dave Ward. I'm your host. I guess by now those of you who stuck with me as we've looked at the Minor Prophets will know how this works. We have a four-part format. We start off by reading a scripture from one of the Minor Prophets. Then we think about what we've read. Then we use what, uh, what we've thought about as a foundation so we can pray. And then finally, we look at how we might practically live out what we've learned in our everyday lives. This is the next in series 11 of the podcast, where we're looking at Zechariah prophesying the coming Messiah. Zechariah, part two, the new branch. Zechariah prophesies something new and innovative that will build on something old and familiar. We're reading from Zechariah 3, 8 to 9 and 6, 12 to 13. Listen to me, O Yeshua, the High Priest, and all you other priests. You are symbols of things to come. Soon I'm going to bring my servant, the branch. Now look at the jewel I've set before Yeshua, a single stone with seven facets. I will engrave an inscription on it, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, and I will remove the sins of this land in a single day. Tell Yeshua, this is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. Here is the man called the branch. He will branch out from where he is and build the temple of the Lord. Yes, he will build the temple of the Lord. Then he will receive royal honour and will rule as king from his throne. He will also serve as priest from his throne and there will be perfect harmony between his two roles. When I see the word branch, three images immediately come to mind. The first is of a mighty tree with its constantly renewing growth of branches, swiftly followed by the image of a local branch of of a national or international bank. Finally, I see a family tree with its many branches as fresh generations are added to the family. In each of these images there's a common thread. Something that already exists grows by adding something new. Or to put it another way, there's continuity and innovation. The Jewish people at the time of Zechariah would have understood that the branch was a metaphor for a person, a new king in the royal line of King David and or the Messiah who was to come. Isaiah, who prophesied about 200 years before Zechariah, also mentions the branch in this context. Yeshua, the high priest, becomes a sort of illustration of the coming Messiah in this passage. It's hard to escape the fact that the name 
Yeshua and the name Jesus mean the same thing. The early church quickly picked up these prophecies as being about him and they too spotted the continuity and the innovation wrapped up in his coming. Israel were God's people, chosen to represent him to the world. After Jesus came, the church became God's chosen people. Not by replacing Israel, but by being included with them in something new. A new people, chosen and called out by God to show what he's really like. Israel had a succession of high priests. Jesus became the great high priest for all time. On the Day of Atonement, the high priest made a yearly sacrifice on behalf of the whole nation to remove the sins of the land in a single day. On the cross, Jesus achieved the same thing for the whole world with his once-for-all sacrifice. In Israel, kings and priests were separate roles. When Yeshua was ritually crowned as both, he was never actually king. It was a picture of Jesus who took on both roles in the kingdom of God. The Israelites worshipped the presence of God in the temple. When Jesus returned to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit to live in and through each of his followers. God's presence was everywhere through each Christian who was a temple of the Holy Spirit. So a special building to kind of hold God wasn't needed anymore. Finally, in Israel, only the family of Levi were to be priests. But in the kingdom of God, the early church came to understand that there was a priesthood of all believers each able to come into the presence of God to pray and intercede for themselves and the whole world. A special priestly class were no longer needed, as Jesus had made it possible for the relationship between God and people to be restored. And Jesus was the only mediator that was necessary. The earliest Christians were all Jewish. So they perhaps understood this continuity and innovation better than many of us who came afterwards. It is pretty amazing. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the way you take old things and make them new. You do it in our lives and you're constantly renewing your church. Thank you that you invite us to be part of everything you're doing. Amen. What does it mean for you to be part of the priesthood of all believers? For the priests in the temple, it was all about prayer and worship and service and sacrifice. How is that working out in your own life? And our final prayer. Father, keep me constantly aware of your loving presence wherever I go today. Jesus, 
Help me to resemble you in the things I do, think and say with all the people I will meet today. Spirit, open my eyes to see you at work in the world and prompt me to join in with what I see. Amen.